All right, not our finest performance, that's for sure. Um, but uh, we got off to a rough start defensively, and then uh, at some point we were we were letting the proverbial tail wag the dog, and that our defense was being affected by our offense rather than the, the other way around, um, and so it affected us. And then we were, you know, at one point in the second half, I think they there was immediate timeout, and they had scored on 100% of their shots, which I, I don't know if I've ever seen that before. Um, so there were a lot of things going on, but the biggest one I think was just defensive competing and from a physical standpoint on a defensive and including uh, rebounding the basketball, which is how most good defensive possessions end. Um, in a rebound, we were, and we didn't do that. At one point, they had missed 16 times and had rebounded 10 of their own 16 misses. So again, it's not a good percentage. Um, so while we had offensive struggles, there's there's no doubt about that. And you know, I'll take some responsibility on that. We were asking guys maybe to do some things. We we we, we came out right away and turned it over and thought we had a pretty good situation and turned it over for uh, execution on that one. And then a couple other times we just looked like we were unsure of what we wanted to try to get to and, and uh, you know, which was trying to attack. But anyway, that defensive performance in the games that we've lost big like that, we're averaging 85 points per game that we're giving up. And a lot of that's just because um, we don't respond uh, when we've had some offensive struggles. On the discrepancy in rebounding, is that something that you, you hammered them with afterwards, or just you know, was it just their physicality? So what led to that uh, big of a gap in rebounding? Yeah, they're they're quick to the ball, they're aggressive, they're strong, they're really aggressive, they're super aggressive, and that's been, you know, to some degree, that's been part of our kryptonite. If I look at the teams that that we've had lopsided losses to, uh, there's a lot of physicality and aggression involved in what those teams do on the defensive end, um, you know, versus some other teams that have allowed us to move the ball uh, a little more freely, cut a little more freely, um, make catches a little more freely. So, um, yeah, I, I think a lot of it had to do with just an aggressive physical team. They are quick to the ball also. They're quick to the ball. Um, and uh, but, but they're an extremely aggressive team, and we didn't match that level of, of aggression. Michael, the front. Uh, well, my uh, buzz was just in here talking about how you guys not having Hayden tonight was was key and kind of changes the character of the team. I know talking about uh, physicality, Hayden seems to set the tone in a lot of ways with that kind of thing. I mean, just how much of an impact does it make not having him out there? And, and plus, is there any light you could you know, shed on just his status as well? Yeah. I mean, he's averaging 41 a game, so we would have tied it up had we played. I feel like. Um, <laughs> but to your point, I think you're exactly right. Again, it's not about that. It's about what, who we were as a team in his absence in a game like this, right? Would there have been more fight? Would, would rather than 10 out of those 16 offensive rebounds, would that number have been six? out of 16 because he would have blocked out a little more aggressively and drawn a couple fouls more. 
uh, would we have been in a bonus a little bit earlier? So would we have felt better about ourselves because of it? Um, it's also a good cutter. We were in, with what they were doing offensively. We wanted to get some cuts from the backside and create some situations. So there's no there's no doubt that it affected us in not being there um, in, a, in a negative way in a game like this specifically. But uh, uh, not it wasn't you know. It, it wouldn't have counted for all those points, but we would have potentially been in a completely different place had he played. Um, but uh, yeah, he's got a, 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 a thigh bruise uh, on his left thigh. Took a knee to the thigh during practice, and so um, I'm hopeful that he'll be back sooner rather than later. I don't know. It looks like he's made tremendous progress from the day that first happened until uh, until today. Um, he went through a shoot around and. Wasn't able to play, obviously, but had made some significant strides in terms of his uh, his progress. So those are tricky. Sometimes they take a little while. Uh, to be honest with you, I've had one in high school, and sometimes they take a little while. So hopefully, they're working. He's working really hard at it. And hopefully, he'll be back sooner rather than later. Kyle, you kind of mentioned after Tennessee, the team not responding well to Paul McDonough really didn't tonight, but I guess did against Kentucky at points when the Wildcats made a run there. Where do you kind of explain that, and how do you kind of? figure that out from a coaching standpoint to have that some consistency yeah. there. It's hard, but but the difference was we led wire to wire in a Kentucky game, right? One time we were up 13 or 15, bless you, whatever it ended up being. And so that that's a little bit different. That that That's a completely different scenario, in fact, right? Which is not an easy scenario to play in either. Say you're up 20, which we weren't, but say you're up 20 and that gets cut down to four. Uh, and the crowd gets into it and you get in the later hazards, uh, minutes of the game. That's hard. That's difficult. But but you've been succeeding at something during the game. In fact, you still have the lead, but you've been succeeding uh, on that day. So this is a day where, uh, as you look, it's few and far between these successes. So what, what do you believe you can do it? Do you believe I can do it? Do I believe this is our day? Am I real? Do I have real, true belief um, that this is our day? We're going to come back from this? Uh, or do we just... You know, fling it around a couple times and see how it goes versus being up. And then I think that 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 is an easier situation to have some resilience in when you've played well for most of the game. And then you know the tides turn a little bit. That says a lot about character too. But this is this was just you know never got it going. Try to hit a a, 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 a 20 point shot and then never never get back. Uh, Zachary Davis started today, played second highest minutes of the year. How do you kind of see his development growing up halfway through his freshman year, and what did you like about his game today? Yeah, it was good. I, I thought it was the way for us to go. We had a couple options. We, we could have started Daniel um, at the four and kept Gigi at the three. We could have started Kobe. Um, I, I just thought with his length, I thought it was a, a good way to go. He can he can pass. He'll he, he'll he'll attack and can make some plays. Um, but I'm happy with his progress. He's a, he's a typical young guy. Um, I thought some of these minutes were valuable for him, even though the score was lopsided. He did some things. He rebounded him coast to coast, finished with his left hand. I mean, you never know what the, where it's going to happen for a guy, and he's going to, um, the, the, the light will really come on. And so um, I thought they were valuable minutes, even though obviously we didn't play the way we wanted to. But I've been happy with his progress. Uh, overall, for a young guy, it's 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 hard for young guys, as you know. Um, but uh, on the offensive end, especially defensively, he's got some work to do still. He was in and 
fell asleep on one side and his man ran off of those staggers that I talked about on the other side and he hit the three in the corner. And so, you know, constant, you're constantly on. The time you'll be able to relax will be sitting next to me uh, on the sidelines. Rick in the back. Hey, Coach, you mentioned earlier about if certain things were to happen today, the guys would be feeling a little bit better about themselves. You go from the, um, I guess, ultimate high beating Kentucky and then today happens. What do you do during practice uh, before you play your next game to get the guys feeling good about themselves before they go out there? Yeah, just uh, getting back to what we getting back to what we do, our, our normal routine, um, focusing on one game at a time. Um, I think that was a big part of us bouncing back from the Tennessee game was that you heard the guy say in, in their pre- presser that that game didn't define us, and, and so they played the way they, they were able to do that. Um, so it is, they play, you play 18 games, and some, there's some wacky stuff that has happened, and um, you know, when you have a veteran team that knows the ins and outs of, of, of winning consistently and why they can, they can sort of uh, diagnose themselves, uh, it's a little bit different. Um, I think it was with these guys, we, we have to just, this game's over. Uh, I can't change it, neither can they, and we got to get on to the next thing, which is practice tomorrow and, and, and get back to what we do and, and start putting our plan together for the next one and, uh, and, and play better. we got to play better. Guys feel better when they play better, that's for sure. But in the meantime, we'll do it at practice. Again, I wasn't, I wasn't angry with the guys. I didn't go in there and, and curse them out. And, uh, it just it, it was what it was. We didn't fight. I pointed out the fact that uh, uh, coincidentally, the teams that we've lost to by 20 plus points have been teams that are tough. They're tough, gritty, tough guys. And so at some point, we're going to have to stand up to that and, and make some changes that allow us to play in those games too. Um, but I think we just have to just get back to, to normal tomorrow and, and move forward. John? You mentioned gritty, tough guys. Um, who, who would you define as your gritty, tough guys on, on this roster? I mean, our, our grittiest probably would be would be Hayden to me. Probably our grittiest, toughest guy. Um, he stands out as probably the guy that would that would be most likely to get involved in a charge block situation. I don't have this statistic, but my guess is that he leads us in charge block situations. Um, getting involved in them and probably also taking them. Uh, so I think he stands out as an older guy. He's been around the block, but he's also, that's how he's built. He went to the Citadel. I used to joke when I was at Chattanooga, I used to say, he went to the Citadel on purpose. I got to say, he signed up for that. He wanted to go there and wake up and do push-ups at 5 in the morning. That's who this guy is. And then I got to know him and I said, he definitely went to the Citadel on purpose. So. Uh, I think he's the guy on our team that stands out the most clearly as the guy that's most likely to, to compete when it, when it starts getting sledding like that. Do you have enough of, enough of those kind of guys? We're learning how to do that. We're learning how to. We're learning what it looks like. And, and um, no, as a group, we're as a unit, we don't we don't perform as well in those situations. As a unit, we don't.